0: Welcome to the Bailey and Harding Ultrasound System. I'm Anna Harding. <laughs> and I'm Ali Bailey. You're listening to episode 33. It's 2024. And we're going to set the year on fire. Wow. I um, I feel like I'm energised and like ready to do stuff. And it feels like maybe it's because I've got a coffee in front of me, but the coffee is decaf. So what the fuck? Oh, Lord Buff. That's the thing that you've got to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like live my life without caffeine because I'm pregnant. What happened at Christmas? Did you have to just sniff the cheese board? No, there is no, I could eat most of the cheese and I don't really like Stilton. And so it's blue cheese that you can't have and brie. Sad times. And camembert, also sad times. Um, How do you coax a bear down from a tree? Camembert. Camembert with camembert. Camembert. did you hear about the explosion in the French cheese factory? There's debris everywhere. Yes. <laughs> now, I know all but, the cheese puns. Please don't switch this off. Please don't switch this off. Please don't <laughs> switch
1: this off. Please don't
0: switch <sighs> it off. Have you had enough cheese yet, everybody? I am still, I'm still knee deep in cheese and biscuits. Guess, and, how much, um, she, guess how much cheese I've had? None. I bought a back a vegan. block. No, I bought back a block of cheese that I took to de- I took on holiday to Devon and then took oh, back yeah. again. That's quite extraordinary because I just didn't right. eat it. I don't really know. I'm not really sure. I just don't really know. I haven't eaten any cheese over Christmas. I had a weird Christmas because I was on my own, so I just did what. Well, tell you what, I did eat cheese footballs. Four tubes of cheese footballs. That's cheese. Exactly, it's not really, is it? I think it was if it was in a scientific lab and they tested it, there would be minute amounts of cheese. <laughs> There's <I guess>. No <laughs> cheese in it. Hey, I had some really horrendous nightmares on Christmas Eve, and I think it's because Christmas Eve we do this thing called Cheesmas Eve, where I just eat loads of cheese instead of like actual dinner. And genuinely, like I had night terrors on Christmas Eve night. <laughs> it was not fun. I love that you find this hilarious. I think there was a cheese man coming to get you. Oh, no, it wasn't about the cheese. No, it was just like horrible nightmares. Anyway, wow. that'll hey, learn you. That'll bloody learn you. Hey, so this is episode 33. Like you said, well done, Ali, for keeping track of uh, of what uh, episode we're on. Uh, I feel like you've turned over a new leaf for the new year. But actually, when people listen to this, it's going to be the 13th of January. So they're going to be halfway through this year already. Uh, halfway through this month. Halfway through this year already. Yes. <laughs> Holy no. moly! It's spine weekend. That's what it is. That's what wow. it is. So I wouldn't be surprised if Damian Ward is listening to this mm. in his Airbnb because Ooh. that's probably what he does to prepare for that for the win. Yes. But right. will he will he win? Because there is quite a quite quite a lot of runners and races in the spine this year. Very going to be very exciting race from both accounts, from male oh, and female. My friend Hannah Rickman is back, <gasps> back from Malawi, back is she ready to doing the real deal. The real deal again. Yeah. Wow, this is exciting! Yeah. And Nikki yeah. Spinks is doing the real deal. Is she? Yep, late, a late, a late addition to the um to the lineup. Um, nice. Yep, the men's race is looking tasty, very tasty. Simon Roberts won the Dragon's Back. He's in, yeah. and he's one of those people that's naturally gifted. Annoying. Uh, uh Damo, obviously Jack's back, and John Kelly. I just want to. Re- oh yeah, John Kelly's back. Oh, so exciting. I just want to remind anyone, I think we spoke about it on a previous episode, but I w- watched the Spine documentary on Amazon Prime that's just called Spine. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're feeling like, you know, you're dot watching all weekend, you want to get involved with the Spine and you want to like get in the vibes, um, watch that documentary as well because there's some really nice bits about um, Back of the Packers that do the Spine as well. That's just super inspiring. Yeah. Um, I mean, spining. <laughs> super binding, And I mean, those are the people that are suffering the worst, the back oh of the packers, because they're out for so much longer. I had a conversation with my friend Damien, and he reckons three or four days, done. Yeah. My friend Lawrence, however, he's getting his money's worth on this, I think, and he'll probably be like six or seven days. Can you even cogitate that? Cogitate, what a word. Mm. But, so... It's a hundred and sixty-eight hour cutoff, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So in if you divide that by twenty-four hours, mm-hmm. you're getting seven full days. Mm-hmm. Seven full days of just bog bothering, hill walloping, snow climbing, really, really cold feet. Oh, to the point where the volunteers like throw boiling water on their shoes so that they can get their laces undone because they've frozen in the ice and snow. Yes. Oh, that's what I'll be doing because I'm on the safety team. You lucky, lucky bastards. (laughs) <laughs> and do you know what I'm looking out the window right now it is absolutely fucking it down so it's the 2nd of January today when we're recording it's going out on the 13th if it rains anymore I don't believe that this country will be above water any longer I think we're all going to be getting to work in canoes soon because we're gonna my... have to become triathletes it's yeah. a choice. <laughs> <laughs> every day will be an adventure race because genuinely like my garden like is now basically a big muddy paddling pool. Like there is no. Is Ralphie just going out there and just chatting it? Oh my god! Going, just... out, going out for a wee has become a three act drama because you have to towel him off when he comes. Yes, in. Yes, just for a wee. It's yeah. so annoying. And like my, it's my getting the bin this week. We'll get onto Wingrim getting the bin in a sec. But my getting the bin, I'm going to just dive in early and just say, can this rain just get in the bin, please? Because everywhere, everywhere is muddy everywhere is wet everywhere is sodden and so many places are flooded like driving I... is a nightmare oh like... it's it's disgusting like I am genuinely glad I don't have to drive a long distance this week because I don't I don't want to be in the car in this <laughs> anymore I drove back from Devon last with night it. well I drove oh, I'll tell you what I drove um down to Froome and I saw Holly I went to see Holly and Pete Stables and, and Pickle met Lemmy for the first <laughs> time which was amazing and Lemmy presented pickle with a bouquet oh, of deer's cute. legs a beautiful bouquet of doe's legs complete with the hoops. a pickle just pie faced him that's very sweet I, these are surgery. dogs by the way for anyone who's new I don't think so actually Lemmy I'm not really interested in dogs like you Malfi's my boyfriend I like Malthy. Malfi's my boyfriend she proceeded to get under the table <laughs> in Holly's house and growl at Lemmy whenever he came anywhere near her um pie facing oh, him like no. probably like teeth out and uh oh, Lemmy was distraught oh. he was to me, Frankie he was distraught. He thought that it was oh. going to be a big love story. It wasn't. Uh, then I drew, drove from Froome back to Yorkshire. And it was like three o'clock when I started. Big mistake. Started to rain. Got dark at four. Like aqua playing all the way home. It was brilliant. Oh I floated God. all the way home in the car. It's... Horrendous. And do you, do you know what as well? You can't use... Um, you shouldn't... Here's a safety tip. You shouldn't use cruise control if you've got it in your car when there's so much water on the road because it's something to do with the traction of your wheels and stuff um and it can make it very dangerous so there you go kids don't use your cruise control in this filthy disgusting weather and also hey speaking of weather hey isn't it isn't it funny how we're all just destroying the planet and that's why the weather's like this because in australia as well uh i've got a client who's been over there and it's supposed to be their summer and it's like chucking it down ten degrees. It was nearly the same temperature on Christmas Day in Australia as it was in the UK. You mate, you'd be fuming. You'd and it's right just today. going like up fuming. and down all the time. Yeah. You just... would, if you went on holiday, you would be really fuming, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's um it's is that Thunder? Jesus Christ. It's the end of days outside. There was tornadoes. There was a tornado on the Isle of Wight the other day. And there was one in Manchester. The roof yes. was a load of houses in Manchester. I yeah, know. It's unbelievable. So I was, um, this is actually my win. I had just okay. come off a 100 mile week. Like, and I'm chuffed incredible. it. In- was, incredible. Because it was Christmas week. <laughs> I did my 100 mile week. Started on Christmas Day. It Finished on New Year's Eve. And it was a 100 mile weeks. I do them in training for 100-milers because they give me mental fortitude in that I can yeah. do this. And I so I've, I planned out these runs so they would be exactly the same vert as the alt And thought, because I've been off for three weeks and I've done, like, 100 miles over three weeks, I just see how my body's feeling. Take it easy, no time pressure. But, holy shit, the weather was appalling. And it was all, I was yeah. all up and down the southwest coast pass. So I had no – there was no barrier. Um, no, and. It was horrible. Really yeah, I exposed. saw your stories on Dartmoor. No, we were. I, I took pickle with me, and that was the day that I was actually yeah. actually got scared um, because, and that was the day that I actually ch- ch- had to change my plan because it was so bad. The wind was so bad; it must have been sixty miles an hour. But I was like, I'm on my own. Uh, if, it, if it if we get to whiteout stage and I get lost, and my phone stops working, like all that stuff, that is just like on your head. I was like, I'm going back onto yeah. onto lower ground, but. But that's all stuff that i would learned. But I'm really, really chuffed about it. The weather was horrendous. But the thing is, I've been reading this amazing book called um, Master of Change by Brad Stolberg. And in it, he talks about this thing, rugged flexibility, which I'm trying to be more like ruggedly flexible. <laughs> okay. He also talks about tragic optimism. So tragic optimism right. is when you know things are shit. So you don't fool yourself into being like, I'm just going to be positive all the time. You know things are shit. Yeah. But you still pull the optimism out because you know things are shit. So because the weather was so bad, whenever the sun came out, I was like, this is the greatest day of my life. This is the greatest moment of my life. And I was like sucking up the sunbeams. And because of that, <laughs> I didn't realize how rubbish the run actually was because I was just being so grateful for the tiny, minute bits of sunshine. And it was actually That's all right. Really funny. And also, you know, its it was crap. It was hard work. But the optimism yeah. that comes out of it is I know I can do that weather. So when the arc comes, if it is a bad year, another bad year, I'll be okay. What's it called? Rugged optimism. Right? No, it's called tragic optimism. Oh, tragic, tragic optimism. And uh, I think it said rugged. No, rugged flexibility. Oh, rugged flexibility. Yeah. Tragic, tragic optimism. optimism, which is a bit like toxic positivity. No, it's the opposite of toxic positivity. It's oh, actually okay. the opposite of toxic positivity. Right. Okay. No, nice. you're, you're looking at me like I've gone mental. But it's a great book. It's a very good book. <laughs> um only because brad wrote it you love brad. no no no. it's not because because the thing is i'm actually like this picture all right brad are you are you on drugs but then i'm like oh <laughs> i do agree with this bit, actually it is very very good but um you know he's he his the book he keeps referring back to his man's search for meaning by victor Frankl, and i'm like jesus christ this is going down such a sad tiny sad rabbit hole but it is i'm enjoying it very very much and my clients better good. start enjoying it because i'm going to start coaching it basically <laughs> Excellent. Hey, my win this week mm-hmm. is um so on New Year's Day, which was yesterday at time of recording, uh I went out to do a little park run at Beacon Hill Country Park and I absolutely bloody loved it. Um yes, everywhere is muddy, but actually it's funny because when you run up the hill, there's no water at the top of the hill, so you that's what you need to do to get away from mud and rain. Water is go up the hills because there's no water at the top. I would beg <laughs> to differ on that one, but yes, the <laughs> well, park run. Yeah, not on Fells. Fells is boggy all the way up to the top. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was, it's a tasty little number. 120 metres of elevation across five kilometres. It's nice. Nice, right? Where is it at the top? Do you know, there's a, there's a list of the top hilliest park runs. Where is it on the- I'm not sure because it's quite new, so I don't think it got included. It. We'll find out for you, listener. What is it with Parkrun that they just like, every time it's a day, a Christmas day, Boxing Day, your birthday? No. Not Monday? Boxing. No. Tuesday? They just no. put no. a Parkrun on. No. How do you know no. that it's there? It's no. So... Park run is every Saturday, 9 a.m. in England and Wales, but 9 30 in Scotland. Why? Why is it 9 30 in Scotland? Because mm. it gets uh it gets lighter later right. in Scotland. And then the special events that they do in the UK are Christmas Day and New Year's Day. But not at every single one. It depends whether they've got volunteers and whether they can be bothered and whether they can get land permission, et cetera. So there you Thanks go. Thanks for clearing that grub up. I thought it was one on welcome. New Year's Eve as well. No, there wasn't, no. was there? Uh, so New Year's Eve was a Sunday. It was a Sunday. The day before New Year's Eve, there was park hmm. Um so yeah, taste a little number. So that's four hundred nearly four hundred feet of elevation in five How were you coping on the old slideys with beer beer? Like we didn't want you to fall over. We don't want you to fall over. No. So the 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 route at Beacon Hill is really nice because it's on like gravelly path. So it's muddy, but it's not like slippy, slidey, muddy. And it's like water. It's funny. You can tell. I think you can tell trail runners from road runners when oh my go to wet park runs. A hundred percent you can. Because the trail runners go through the puddles and the road runners go round the puddles. <laughs> mm hmm. Yes. I'm gonna get absolutely done for that, aren't I? People are gonna be shouting at me. So no, we're not that. saying it's a bad thing or a good thing. No, we're just saying there is a difference. And the difference is yeah. the road runners go around the edge and the trail runners go through the middle. That's the difference. Yeah. Go. I go straight through the middle because hey, it's quicker and more. With your arms flailing on um, the windmill. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh so I went I got to the top of the hill. It's a mile, the first mile is uphill. And when I was doing it, I was like oh do you know what my goal for today is just to not walk I'm going to run this whole thing and that's my goal for this park run um and I did it spoiler alert brilliant um and then thank you when I got to the nearly the very top of the summit the very top summit even this man I ran past a man and he looked to be 70s maybe and as I ran past he went I was wearing my 100 Park Run t-shirt,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which says 100 on the back. And he said, doesn't get any easier when you've done 100, does it? And I laughed and I was like, well, I've not done this one before. And it definitely isn't easy because he was obviously like we were struggling up the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so um, he was like, oh, yeah, this is my first time. It's tough, isn't it? I was like, yeah, yeah, tough. So I like carried on smiling to myself. I'd overtaken him and off a trotted. Then it's a mile downhill, because obviously what goes up must come down. Mm -hmm. So I was absolutely nailing the downhill. And then all of a sudden I heard these really heavy footsteps behind me. I was like, blimey, that's like, you need to pick your feet up, mate. And I looked, glanced over my shoulder and it was old matey boy, old 70-year-old chap flying down this hill. I thought I was flying and he came flying past me. And he went, goes to... Joe, anyone can run downhill, can't they? I was like, oh, are you having a better time? And he was like, oh, yes, this is fun, this bit. I like this bit. But I did a bit of, like, gentle stalking afterwards. I love gentle stalking. Because he he beat me by about a minute. No, not a minute, by about a second. Mm -hmm. So I knew that he was the person in front because I put my hand on his back afterwards and I was like, well done, did you have a nice time? And then I looked him up on the results afterwards. He's in age category 75 to 79. He's done something like 370 park runs. Oh, I thought you said it was his first park run. It was his first one at Beacon Hill. He's volunteered like over 200 times. This man is like, I felt like he was like park run Santa. What's his name? Richard, something. Ah, oh, Richard. Richard, are you yeah. listening? Richard, are you listening on your wireless? He was. He was just lovely. He's like, the, you know, the kind of guy that you just wish was your like granddad or something, or you could just like adopt him and just like go round and have a cup of tea and have a chat. Like, I bet he's got some great stories. I bet he so, has. So, yeah, Parker and Santa. Doesn't that scare the shit out of you? Let's what? say seventy-five, right? So yeah. Like I'm forty-two. So let's do a little yeah. quick maths: 52, 62. 72. That's 33 years. Oh, so you're actually, dad. That means it could be a dad, not keep, your granddad. That means I have to keep running for another oh. 33 years. Oh, yeah. You yeah. have to keep running for another like 43 years or something. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'd that, love to be like him at that a age. Sh- that scares the shit out of me. Imagine how many trainers we'll go through. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And they'll all just stay on this planet until after we've gone as well. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> what I do you know? What I got myself a New Year's Eve at present no. An existential crisis of sitting on the sofa <laughs> and worrying about all that stuff. Oh it God! Was great, I loved it. That's what I got into my bad book. Um, uh, well done. I'm glad that you had a nice time at Beacon Hill Park. One, I guess that thanks. if it's not, they're not all on, then they get quite busy. The ones that are on. Yeah, yeah, it was quite busy. I came 174th out of 272. Excellent. Excellent. I didn't go running on New Year's Day. I I purposely didn't because I don't believe in doing things on New Year's Day that you wouldn't normally do. So I had a rest oh. day because I had a 100-mile week. And I drove Excellent. about a 1,000 miles back from Devon. Excellent. Good. Um. Okay, I've got a bit of a sad whim. It's a sad one, and I'm sorry, but I want to just pay a little bit of tribute to um, Ed Katner, who is a ultra runner who sadly, who sadly lost on New Year's Eve. He was on a fell run crossbow, i think it was a spine wrecky, and he uh was reported missing and then he was found uh the following day late on by mountain rescue um Mm. and so like massive massive thoughts go out to his family and friends he was a really important part of my centurion community he'd done like the only person to have run more centurion hundreds is ken Fancett, and ed was only 41. so uh just really shocking and the reason it's my grim is because weirdly a couple of days before when I'd been out on Exmoor I put a post up on Instagram just with some Mm. safety tips for people because I had a frightening run on um, Exmoor and it was frightening I knew what I was doing I knew where I was going I told somebody where I was going um, and but I was very aware of the fact that it was gale force wind it was a name Mm -hmm. storm and and I'd chosen somewhere I could get low, So, uh, and it was a route that went through a village, went to a village, mm-hmm. and then on, there was a main road get out. I thought, if I can get onto the main road, if it gets really bad, I can flag down help. That doesn't really cover falling over and passing out or no. happening to you. So no. I set up on my watch my emergency alert. So mm. when you hit the floor, it goes to your emergency alert. Uh, and I was messing about on the hill on my Google alert got sent to two people who messaged me like you okay i've just had your location shared i'm like yes um but i did put these tips on my instagram and it's just this time of year if you can go out with somebody else if Mm. please do Mm -hmm. even if it's a normal training run because this stuff tends to happen on normal training runs. of course the pennine way is gnarly this time of year it happened a couple of years ago to a guy called chris Chris king who's a gb athlete in scotland out on a normal training run for him up and down one you tell people where you're going, tell people what time you think you're going to be back and uh, have somebody basically on standby. And if you can go with someone else, please do go with someone else because this stuff happens and it's scary and it's horrible. And I hardly slept a wink last night just thinking, Christ, some of the stuff we do yeah. is, is very, very dangerous. Yeah. Um, so that's my grim. And obviously our thoughts go out to Ed's family and friends and um, just a terrible loss to the sport really because he was an absolutely lovely man, very talented Yeah. Yeah, um, and a big part of the centurion community as well, isn't he? Um, nice. Yeah, and I think it's it's an important, it's a, a solemn and stark reminder, isn't it, of our, you know, of just sometimes we can get a bit blase about the, these things as well, especially if you've done them a million times or it's just normal to you to go out and run or whatever. And um, so, yeah, like you say, just keep people in the loop of what you're up to. Be safe. And, um, be, safe. be safe. My little trail angels. Mm-hmm. Okay, why get in the bin? Yeah, it's controversial. Oh, of course it is. The cult of the Lotus Biscoff. Oh, hang on. I hate how Lotus Biscoff has become a thing. Wow. Okay. Everywhere you go and everything you do, yeah, is Lotus Biscoff flavored. It's offered yeah. in Lotus Biscoff donuts, mm-hmm. cookies, biscuits, mm-hmm. brownies, mm-hmm. fish mm-hmm. and chips, curries, mm-hmm. sauces, Isn't it- like silly mangoes like mm-hmm. when i was on holiday lotus biscoff lotus biscoff, lotus biscoff. oh look a brownie lotus biscoff oh do you want a delightful smoothie bowl with lotus biscoff would you like to have lotus biscoff with that lady do you want a pipe with some lotus biscoff on top why has lotus biscoff become such a thing i don't like lotus biscoff uh, and i don't want <laughs> it on my stuff and as I an ultra runner <laughs> when you're getting going to get treats in the shop b might as well have a lotus mm-hmm. biscoff aisle where there's penguins with lotus biscoff there's in toilet paper with crumbs of loaf spiscoff on it. Why has it become <laughs> such a thing when it was just a cheap biscuit that they used to give you with your coffee? That's so funny. That's so funny because the thing is, yeah, but the same could be said about salted caramel. It's salted caramel everything now. Like literally everything has got a salted caramel flavour something. Neil came home the other day and he was like, I've just seen that there's a salted caramel flavoured bailey. So I was like, that sounds disgusting. It does sound like it would take would. They think about the consistency of Bailey's and salted caramel. I feel like that might get into the bodily fluid area of grossness. It'd be like, like gross. drinking caramel. I find it really funny that you refer to it as Lotus Biscoff as well. I've never really heard anyone. That's call what it, it's like, called. Full name. Lotus is, Lotus is the brand, and Biscoff is the biscuit. Lotus Biscoff. Even when <laughs> Dean came to the yeah, came- and he. At uh, the Duke Big Bear came, event, yeah, what did he do? He produced Lotus Biscoff bloody brownies, and yes, they were delicious. Once well, you'd taken the Lotus Biscoff off, given to the ducks, uh, but also, um, Lotus Biscoff, <laughs> Biscoff biscuits are vegan and dairy free. Oh, fun free as well! Brilliant. So you might as well just—they're just cardboard. chuckling again. No, okay. they're biscuits that vegans can eat. So mm-hmm. that's good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I um, I. <laughs> In a similar way to, I am a neither here nor there of Marmite. What? I'll take it or leave it. I'm I don't sorry. don't mind it. What? Don't mind it. Don't mind it. Sometimes I have it, sometimes I don't. I've had a jar in my cupboard for about five years that sometimes I'll have a little bit of. They should put you in a curiosities museum because you're <laughs> a curiosity. <laughs> okay. Peanut butter. And what about the peanut butter favourite, crunchy, yummy peanut butter, favourite Marmite flavoured peanut butter? What about that? Oh, never tried it. Don't really, yummy. Don't really want to do really want to. They do a Lotus Biscoff flavour peanut butter as well. Of course they fucking do. Well, so I don't, I don't mind, I have no ill feelings towards Biscoff at all. Lotus I Biscoff. Use its full name. <laughs> um, I... I used to buy it, buy jars of it, not like reg- not loads or regularly, but I'd have it on like bagels with blueberries and strawberries on for breakfast. Oh, that's a great breakfast. What, Biscoff, yeah. What do you and mean? When, like a spread? you buy a jar of those Lo- of Lotus Biscoff spread, and you just spread it on your bagel, and when it's warm, the the Biscoff spread like goes runny and delicious. No. Yeah. Right. Well. So I would argue the popularity of Lotus Biscoff
1: mm-hmm.
0: has increased due to the popularity of plant-based eating. I think it's. Just I think there's a correlation. I think they got a new marketing person, and they were like, "Right, let's do a thing." I don't even think it is vegan. I re- it tastes like it's got butter in it. I reckon the new it marketing person vegan. was like, "Let's say it's vegan. Let's just say it's vegan." God, could you imagine the, the documentary, the Netflix documentary, where well, actually it's made with ghee? <laughs> they no. had not said anything. Um, it's made but, with wheat flour, sugar, vegetable oil, palm oil from sustainable and certified plantations. All, God, there's no such thing as palm oil that's sustainable. Anyway, rape, rapeseed oil. Oh my God, Davinia Taylor's going to lose her shit on this. Yeah, Ca- Candy sugar syrup, raising agent, soya flour, salt, cinnamon, sugar, emulsifier and citric acid. That sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, it's basically raw food. So yeah, eat your eat all your lotus biscoffs. Unbelievable. I reckon that it's only a matter of time before you get like the lotus biscoff <laughs> Boston marathon, <laughs> fucking lotus biscoff Berlin marathon. Hey, how would you feel though if um lotus biscoff became the sponsor of the pod? That's a different story. <laughs> 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 Hey, and welcome to the Lotus Biscoff Baby and Harding Ultra Sound system. Mm, yeah, man what's that you're putting in your mouth? Is it a toasted biscuit? It looks like one. Is it vegan? It looks like Lotus Biscoff. Biscoff. Lotus. Biscoff. Biscoff. That's it's how that even would sound. Vegan? Is he yeah. even but, vegan. It's so, even vegan. Even vegan. But would we have to say Lotus Biscoff or would we just say Biscoff? Because other Biscoffs, to... other Biscoffs are available. I'm sure of it. I'm sure if you go to Audi, there's Lotus Riscoff or whatever. <laughs> anyway, it's everywhere. It, you know, I do. I will bend for money. So if people, if Otis Biscoff do want to sponsor the pod, then I'll bend. But um, I'll join the cult of the Biscoff. I just pisses me off that it's all over everything and it's everywhere all the time. And when I was on holiday, it did my head in because I couldn't get a dessert that wasn't bloody Otis Biscoff. Couldn't get one. Okay, great. Well, I feel like we need to put this to a poll. So if you could um sort that out on the old IG, that'd be great. Pod poll. Pod poll. Alrighty. Do you ever get Should... in the bin? Uh, yeah, the rain oh yeah that's fine yeah the weather just the rain and the fact that everywhere is just saturated Mm -hmm. um so so goals god almighty you guys have got some lofty ambitions for 2024 and we are here for it i was gonna say that sounds like you don't think they can do it (laughs) (laughs) no uh no so we put a little posty out of what are your hopes and dreams you're running for 2024 and there are some great ones in there Ali would you like to furnish us with some um examples because maybe if you haven't already thought of it or you're still sitting on the fence there might be a bit of um inspo here for you to get signed up to something or work on something that you're not so good at at the moment also, if you hear one of these races I'm about to say, of things, there's someone doing it already. So you can go into the pod Instagram and you can say, hey, who else is doing this race? And then they can the meet and talk to each other. I-R-L. IRL. As far as I know, there are no murderers in this group. Um. Okay. So there's a lot of 100 milers going on here. And like yeah. they're not normal, guys. So don't think that us talking about 100 milers is normal because it's not. 100, no. 100 mile race is not normal. It's a very, very hard, difficult, huge goal for anybody. So this is not we're not a uh, ultra podcast only hundred mile group. No, 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 no. I don't think that. I'm just no. noting that there are a lot of people. Ipona, South Downs Way. Mike Siemens doing South Downs Way 100, which, in his words, did nugu well last time. <laughs> it's a very Ooh. hot race. It was a very hot race. Yeah. So uh, we've got lots of people doing hundreds. We've got Jen's doing the Arc 100. We've got a lot of people doing hundred Ks as well. Uh, much more sensible, in yeah. my opinion. Bean, obviously, <laughs> a few people doing London hey. to Brighton. Um, Centurion is very popular. It's the Grand Slam 50, a few people are doing that. So that's the four fifty milers in um one year. Um yeah. and London marathon, lots of London marathoners. That would be yeah. great to have to have an ultrasound system cheerpoint. Cheer, point, cheer in point marathon. Yeah. Can someone please step forward and uh offer to Coordinate. That? Coordinate. Yeah, Coordinate. Good. That um, was very well delegated, Ali, because at that point I was like, oh yeah, I could sort that out. But actually, no, no one of you lot can do that. Annex And it is with child. And I can't be asked. So one of you needs to do it. Um, <laughs> you're going to be like, Anna is with child and it is mine. <laughs> basically, when that child comes out, it's labyrinth because I'm going to be the Goblin King. and I'm going to whip into rugby and go, I'm here to take my baby and I've got a special <laughs> little ball. And it's all going to be very exciting. And I'm, I'm sure someone can film it. Right. Um, <laughs> so there's also lots of people who are doing things because of their age, their special birthday. Yes. So, um, Helen Runs Things will be 60 and is currently deciding what challenges and fun to fill the new year with. Um, so she's... I'm sure that I can invite... There's a Hardmore 60. Just saying. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea, Helen. That's yeah, that's a, that's a good day. idea because Helen says that um, she definitely wants to do a marathon and may, maybe another ultra because she's done two fifty-two 52K ultras in the last couple of years. Hardmore 60 is a 60 miler and it is great because the cutoffs are good. <laughs> and... There's lots of people trying to get rid of injuries. There's lots of people. Oh, West Highland Way. Crystal's doing West Highland Way. Can I just jump in here? People trying to get rid of uh, recurring injuries and things. And just to tout out my little expertise of the fact that if you'd like an online strength and conditioning coach, my services are available. Just get in touch. Thank you very much. (laughs) What's your business called? Anna the Runner. Another runner sponsors the Baby and Hoddy in your I'm really good at these ads. I think I might start doing that as a side hustle. <laughs> um uh and so there's lots of things going on here. Four ultras. Look, all these people, we love you all, but we want to hear about the little stuff as well. We want to hear about your first anything. Yeah. we want to hear about your first half marathons, your first marathon. We do. We love we're we're here for I love, all of it. We are, and what I love is that some of these um some of these goals are actually like someone said try and stick to a training plan like that is that's a great goal it's like well I mean we we could we could make it a better goal because we can make it a smart goal which is measurable Mm -hmm. and all the rest of it but like um there's that and then there's also like to get better in more technical terrains Mm -hmm. like that's a brilliant goal to have as well because you get better in technical terrains by going out and doing shorter distances and training in it So it doesn't have to be I'm going to do this 100 miler or I've got 10 ultras booked and all the rest of it. It doesn't have to be that. It can literally be like my one of my goals last year was to get better at navigation, which you because did. Because of the valleys. Yeah, I did. Which you did. Um To a degree. Yeah. And, I, and the other thing with that is I literally just had a conversation with someone else before I got on the pod. It's not about. The goal is great because it's great to have something to work towards. But when you hit the goal, I'm sure you know this, Anna, when you did your 100 miles, or 115, sorry, I'm so sorry, um, what changed after you'd done it? (laughs) Literally nothing. I woke up the day later and was like, yes. So, it's about enjoying and being present in that process, I think, because everything yeah, that we do when we put a goal in, and all the training and all the runs, the good ones, the bad ones, the setbacks and learnings, that's part of your life and part of the process of your life. And enjoying that yeah. and then seeing the race, you know, the race or the event, whatever you want to call it, it's the icing on the cake and, and a gateway yeah. to something that will keep going. Because it's not the end of running, mm-hmm. no one's ever going to complete yeah. running. Like, it's, it, and it can be quite like, <laughs> a little bit depressing when you're like oh actually I've just done this thing and now like nothing's changed yeah. it's amazing yeah, to yeah. have that, like 24 hours of like oh I've done something really incredible that I really worked hard towards but then there was always a drop so I think just it re- everyone just really enjoying the process but also being consistent like you say when you and conditioning with getting stronger mm-hmm. you know last year I wanted to get stronger now I am stronger and it's um and that's an incredible thing to be like I can take this with me as I move forward doing whatever it is I want to do so some really great stuff there and I'm gonna I'm so excited to watch people as they go through their little journeys like it's just yeah it's exciting isn't it And having definitely the same stuff yeah I've got a little goal um to have a baby (laughs) (laughs) no I don't want to be that baby ball where everything's all about that um no my um I know we talked about our running goals for this year but just to say that i am signed up for the winter 10k in london at the end of feb which um is 8 weeks away from now so actually when the pods when the pods out it'll be even less than that yeah. um so my my goal for the first 3 months of of pregnancy was just to run 5k a week mm-hmm. was just to get out and like have one run because i was so tired and so sick but now that i feel a lot better I um I've got like, I've done myself a little training plan. I've got my yoga. I've got two strength and conditioning sessions because that's going to be super important as a uh, pregnant lady running. Um, and I've got three runs a week and I'm going to run that 10K, hopefully, fingers crossed, yes. all being well, because you don't know, you don't know when at what point you are going to have to stop running during pregnancy. But until that day comes, I am still going. Question. Just yes. get like a cumberbat thing to like Ooh. stretch it in yeah. like a sports bra for your belly. Yeah, you can. not I thought you said bellend then. <laughs> Martin, you can get one for your belly <laughs> as well. <laughs> so it looks like this isn't actually one. This is an amazing piece of kit. I put it on my Instagram that keeps you warm and like makes your back nice and warm. Uh, Can I borrow that for the archimetrician, please? Yeah. I don't know if this will fit anymore. I'm so fat now. Oh, yeah, great. So, yeah, but you can, like, tuck it, tuck your belly in. Well, you don't tuck your belly in. You, like, put the band underneath it to support it. So my friend who is a couple of months ahead of me in pregnancy, we're going for a run tomorrow, actually, um, so she's still going. So she's giving me hope that I might be able to be still going as well. But every pregnancy is different. Mm-hmm. so. But okay. she has started running with a band as well. So she and she said that it's absolutely brilliant because she was struggling when she was about 20 weeks. She was struggling. The bump was so big that it was just like pressing on her bladder every time she went downhill. So uh, I think a band kind of just helps like lift it mm-hmm. and just, yeah, stop that, stop that like pressure i'm going to continue asking these questions because i'm interested so sorry if it makes you to a ball (laughs) but i'm interested so i'm going to keep asking the questions (laughs) yeah so yeah that's my little wee goal for 2024 and then obviously post baby we'll just see what happens i um i'd like to get back to running when i can but it depends what happens with the birth and what happens with the baby so. let's face it right running is a hobby it's your hobby it's yeah. like it's nice but it's not the be all and end all so let's c- c- focus on the most important thing right my baby exactly. my yeah. baby my baby, um, yeah. my baby. Uh, what was I going to say to you okay so we're going to keep it up uh, we would like your updates people about your training and all your all your other things but I really do want to get some other people in in, in. and um, tell us about your the the other stuff that you're doing the little yeah. things, because because there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that haven't actually run an ultra yet or yeah. a marathon. Yeah, they need to be inspired by the what should we call them? The elders of the group. <laughs> the,
1: elders. the elders
0: to, to crack on, um,
1: yeah.
0: and uh and you know, do you know what? The idea of doing a ten k for me it's like hell on earth because I'm just like no, because it means I have to run fast and I can't chat, and I can't eat lotus Biscoff. dropping <laughs> it in now because I'm like <laughs> if we can get them to sponsor us, um, and so yeah. Every race is welcome. We are all about inclusion of every race distance. So please exactly. do let us know what you're doing. Yeah. Speaking of updates, shall we hear a little voicey notey? Why do I say voicey notey? It gives me the ick. I don't know. Holly bobs? Gross. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I keep saying upsies. to Hobby? No, Hobby? When I get um, Ralph to come up on the sofa, I keep going upsies. And Neil, like, does a fake vomit noise because he's like, that just gives me the ick. I've called a pickles pick pick, and I'm like, ah, oh, where did <laughs> <I've> come from? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shall we hear a voice note from Dino for an update for his training?
1: Hello, YouTube. Right, podcast pet update. Uh, we are officially less than twenty weeks until the big race. The countdown has begun. Everything is going really be quite well. So a lovely week off for Christmas, um, which has been absolutely glorious. No runs at all. But now it's New Year. It's got a crack on got a lot of races booked in everything going quite well i've had a few mishaps here and there um, i've had a few brown caterpillar incidents <laughs> tmi i'm sure um i had one really bad one where i got lost in stroud i tried to do an element of the um the cotswold way through Stroud in a little thing i found a map via garmin connect and I should have used OS map, but I didn't, because I'm stupid. Um, so I learned the hard way. After I trespassed, I believe, twice on private land, um, almost into somebody's house, I backtracked and found my way home and had a thoroughly not-a-good afternoon. <laughs> but apart from that, everything's going relatively well. Thank you, do. Oh,
0: isn't he doing so bloody well? It's nice that you gave him a little rest as well. I had to, because... Um... I was worried about him. i was not worried about him. I just felt like I was being too... Sometimes, because I'm a runner and a coach, do you ever get this? Where you're like, well, if I can do that, I'm sure they can do it. And you've got to stop and go, no, that is not how it works. And I don't know whether every coach has it, but I have to be really like, no, stop. You have to stop Yeah, uh, putting pressure. And like, because I'm like, oh, he's young. You know, he's great. He's got that. He's, he's enthusiastic. It's like, no, Ali, you need to let you. the the rest so i did let him have a little bit of time off and i'm very excited to see him push through and i think probably january february march is the worst time for training isn't it it is it is hard and like we've already discussed the weather in the uk at the minute that's really hard it's dark and yeah it's just not the most inspiring time to train so yeah i think he's doing brilliantly and um and yeah super proud super proud of him I'm proud of him too and i'm actually going to try and sort out going for a run with him i might try and get into sherwood forest you know because it's quite near yeah um so you know and it, and whatever when if we can get that done then whatever state you're in you can come along as well actually, <laughs> like, however much you want to do when i say that i mean like however many baby babies you're carrying however many they it's just one um they multiply they're they like, get bigger like yeah they're like squirrels so they just multiply at a rate of knots they like double um, in size every week you know oh my god it's 10 it's centimeters like, ha- at the minute. Is it? Yeah. It's half. That's half a metre. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's um, that many. It's only that big. Oh, yeah. God, that's quite big. Do you think? How wide is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes, a Sherwood Forest run would be wonderful. Bang in. I'll invite some other people, all of you. Hey, listen, Right, something happened to me in the car, right, and I want to yeah. share it with you, because cool. I think it's a direct result of you and the pod listeners. I was in the car on New Year's Day, driving along, and I was listening to the radio, Radio 2. (gasps) And a a song came on, right? And I was like, why is this song? It's really annoying. Then I was like, it's got a bit of a beat to it. Then I was like, it's a bit of a bop, actually. Then the chorus kicked in. I was like, what's this song? And I was like, soaring around corners. And Anna, it was a song from a musical. Which musical was it from? Hairspray. I know what it was because I was listening to the radio yesterday as well while I was doing some nesting. Is it the one that goes, you can't stop the beat. <laughs> and there's like the motion of the ocean. And the yeah. It built up into such a crescendo. that I was like, "The <laughs> I was dancing. I was swerving all over the road. I was a danger to myself and other road users. but I didn't care I was Yeah. It's the moment. And I was thinking, isn't it incredible that people's voices can make you feel so uplifted? Oh, oh my God, we brought you round to the ways of the musical. So I am now going to add Motion in the Ocean, or whatever it's called. <laughs> you Can't Stop what the Beat. What's it called? You, you Can't, stop, can't the beat. stop the Beat. You the playlist. It's yes! going on. Yes! Yeah! Because, <laughs> because the, the irony of that song is, <laughs> you just can't stop the beat, can you? No. <laughs> yes. It takes over. It's just the bop. <laughs> it is just such a pop oh i loved
1: it it's so funny i, like, I heard so that I, as like well. I had to
0: pull over afterwards <laughs> and i was like oh i've kind of given myself the it i felt like you know when um you see people in the cult so they'll stand up and start shaking You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, i felt like that That's but so it hasn't funny. made me love musicals i haven't booked tickets to hamilton or anything like that okay so, uh well i'll add it i'll add it to the list now though so it's added. Mm, excellent 377 saves this list has got amazing Uh, Mm. amazing um we had some correspondence um from simon have i already done this one i don't know i am i've been a bit lax on filing the emails uh hi ali and anna absolutely loving the pod can i suggest hey julie by fountains of Wayne? i think we had that one yeah do you know what as i went to go and read it then i was like that actually rings a bell i think we've already had it um, it's already on the Bailey and Harding ultrasound system playlist. Oh, well, there you go. My bad. Okay, okay, right. I have filed that under used now. Done. Um, no other correspondence regarding playlists this week, which is fine. Because we... we need you to correspond with the playlists. Yeah. I was listening to a Madonna special on Radio 2 yesterday, and it did remind me of a couple of things that happened in my past Just... where I, I was gone just going to throw this in here just before you get stuck in uh i w- listened to approximately three minutes of that also uh unpopular opinion madonna is overrated don't at me <laughs> madonna's done a lot don't like it I don't like any of it i don't, don't have like, to like it you don't like any of it. of it none of it not a you don't like thing. the fact that she doesn't give a fuck and she just keeps doing what she wants to do mm, no do you not respect do you not respect that no. do you not respect madonna no you don't respect madonna no, no. You know that song, "Erratic, Erratic." Put yep. your hands. I used to think it. I used to think it was Billie. <laughs> Bill put your hands all over my body. When you think about the video for that, yeah. and you put Bill in it, putting his hands all over your body, it takes quite a different turn. That's so, disgusting. Um, That's disgusting. That yeah. that reminded me when I was in the car, and then it reminded me of being like very young and looking at all of that stuff and being like, "What's that?" And my mum being like, "Don't look at that." <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. that's why I'm so impressed and alone. right so playlist uh... <laughs> uh, playlist inclusions please not Madonna no it would or anything like that no absolutely not dear God right uh... what about, don't cry for me Argentina no' that's awful hate it wow <laughs> uh I think I dislike Madonna more than I dislike Sophia Baxter. what? Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't like Kylie Minogue, so I really don't no, like Kylie Minogue. And I nearly I nearly like had, really had a fist fight with my friend Catherine on holiday about that. She's like, she's really nice, and I was like, well, I just think she's rubbish. I think and she's awful. It was like, yeah, yeah, no, not interested. Sorry about that. Um, okay, correspondence. Oh. That's exciting. I've just found my black Sharpie that I've been looking for for months. That is exciting. <laughs> Jesus. Should we do a special on that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write some correspondence with it. <laughs> um, okay. Just before you go into correspondence, I've got a double-ended Sharpie. It's got a sharp point Excuse at one me. end and a thick point at the other end. It's a double-ender. Yeah. We're going to get your packet double-ended Sharpies. You're not going to... What a time to be alive when you can have that sort of thing in your life. <laughs> just like that. Clicking I'm clicking a link. Uh, that just sounds really, really wrong. Um, okay, so got a correspondence from Nick. Nick Points. Nick Points? Yep. Is that his name? Yep. Brilliant name. Dear Anna and Ali, long-time listener, first-time emailer. <laughs> Love, the show. Really? Love the Love show. Love the show love it that made me laugh so much we've become that pod I I listen to pods where they where they read those out and I'm like oh I wonder when we'll ever get to that point but now we can we have we've got long-time listeners now I love it oh that feels so good okay I just wanted to say a big thank you to Anna for inspiring my run today hang on a minute (laughs) is this an actual email that Nick points has (laughs) written or have you written this for yourself (laughs) email from Nick Points. It's in our inbox it's an email from Hannah Marding <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she'll never guess no right sorry sorry I won't interrupt again sorry I remember watching your video for the running channel where you ran over every bridge in London and I thought I need to do that and today I did I tell you what guys if you are in the London area and in the market for a very long run I can highly recommend it as a run it's super fun Every bridge that goes over the Thames? Yeah. How long has that gone? Uh, 30k? What Yeah, a fun run. Yeah. Oh, 30 miles. 30 miles. 30 miles. I think it would be 30 miles, you know. There's a lot of them. That's me whistling if I went across uh, the bridges. Um, I'll, um, I will have a look. Uh, oh, there it is. 30 miles. It's 30 miles. 26 bridges. What a treat! That's such a good. Do you know what would be great? It'll be great to do that on a um summer's night. Yeah. To start with a when the traffic's not a lot. Just a yeah. summer's night, a July summer's night. That'd be so much fun. Oh my god! I was going to say we could. I was going to say, oh, let's do a pod meetup in the summer and we can all run it. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. You can do that. You just don't have to run it. No. All right, I could cycle it. Um. Anyway, back to Nick points. I went from Hampton Court Bridge, crisscrossing along the riverbank up to Tower Bridge, which came to 50k. It's the first time I've gone beyond marathon distance and it was just the best day. It was so nice not having a target time and thinking to myself, I can just chill out and enjoy it. Plus the novelty of taking food with me rather than just a bunch of gels. And that's Oh why man, I really you should have just it. you should have just grazed on the prets. Yeah. pret. Yeah. Pret. <laughs> There's so many Prats in London. You could have gone pret to pret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we had a little Tesco stop. But I stopped for a red ambulance and some salty crisps. That was excellent. Most of it was all great to be able to run along the riverbank and see it evolve from wooded trails to paved paths alongside pubs to industrial areas to the crowds on the embankment. 2023 has been a rubbish year for me, but today felt like such a good way to leave it all behind. Also, just to say how much I love the pod, I do most of my running solo, but listen to lots of podcasts on my run. And I really like ones that recreate that sense of having friends running alongside you. The spark the two of you have and your willingness to be completely honest about things like shitting yourself on a run is really different to any other podcasts out there. And that is why I keep listening. Thank you both for being super inspiring. Happy New Year. All the best, Nick. Nick. Points. Points. Oh, I love Nick Points. Oh, thanks, Nick points. Isn't that lovely? That's, what a nice thing like ah, oh, do you know sometimes I love running and that's it isn't it when it's like I don't have a time limit I can just do what I want on Christmas day that's what I did I was Aww. on my own with a dog and I was like we're going out we're gonna go up to Little Hangman it was horrendous weather appalling mm. weather we didn't have a time frame no one waiting at home no. it was awful and delightful in equal measure yeah. and it just made me go I'm so grateful that I'm I'm so grateful that I have the freedom and the time to be allowed to spend my christmas day doing this so i totally understand that nick i think it's oh just brilliant brilliant email congratulations well done what a what a brilliant run like i'd completely forgotten that i'd even done that and um it's really nice to be reminded of it but also like yeah you anyone anyone could go out and give that a go like it's it's there ready for the taking there is a there's a route on um the internet if you Google it, um, it's like a walking route. Someone walked it. So I just took that route and ran it. Brilliant. I love it. I think that's, that is, that. Oh, I hate London, but maybe I should just come back to London just for one night to do uh. that because I think that is quite good fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. And if you do want to watch the video, it's only six and a half minutes long on the running channel. Um, just search every bridge in London. Uh, we've got one more correspondence. I think I've you got a feeling been, that you're going to wind me up. Bit cross at this one. I've got a seven-mile run after this on my own on the road, my fast run for the week, so wind Ooh, me up. Yep, yeah. wind you up and spit you out. I've got a yeah. gym session, so I'm going to go and throw some weights around. Oh, yeah, the gym. Remember that? Remember when I used to go there? I might <laughs> like, go there this week. <laughs> that old place. Hi, Ali and Anna. Just listened to the out-of-office episode. Can I share a bit more casual sexism I experienced on a trail ultra? Please don't. Mm, but also but please go do. go on. <laughs> In the summer, I took part in a race which had several paths that were single track and difficult to pass on. Sounds like the old sharp elbows races. I decided to start towards the back of the pack. But as the race progressed, I caught up and passed some other runners, only passing when I could, as I wasn't that stressed about forcing my way past with sharp elbows like I'd already experienced by, quote, proper runners. I caught up with a group of three men and patiently waited to pass. When I had the opportunity, I went past them and stupidly apologized. The response I got as I went by left me reliving it for the next fifteen miles. What was the response? I hear you ask. Ask it. What was the response? I just feel like I'm going to explode already. Yeah. What was the response? I—I I asked. She said, with uh, she said sharpening her blade. <laughs> Man number two in the group said, no worries, love, would rather look at your ass for the next few miles than his. My mind was truly blown by the comment and it still bugs me even now. I'm not surprised. That's that's the end of that correspondence. (laughs) Fuck's sake. Ali's, Ali's. I don't even know what to say. (laughs) She's taking her headphones off. She's going out for a run. (laughs) It's done. I've just finished the run. I did it in less <laughs> than <it in> <laughs> four seconds. Uh I don't even know what to say about that. No. Because the thing is, his mates didn't say anything, did they? They didn't say, Oh, Dave, that's not cool. Not like by that. the sounds there of was, it. There was there were two other perpetrators there. Yeah. And did they just laugh? Like, do you think it's funny? Because it's not funny. There's hmm. a reason women don't go out running. Yeah. It was one that, when I first started, it's a reason I didn't wear shorts because I didn't yeah. I just I was like, I hate myself, I want to die most of the time. And I was like, I'm not going to wear shorts because I don't want people to see how fat my ass is. Yeah. So I would wear leggings with like a little score over the top of them or like yeah. a long top. And mm. like because I'd had blokes comment and yeah. it, it was horrible. Or shout yeah. out of vans. Like it's not funny. It's not a compliment. And it's not funny. I don't even know why I'm lecturing you listeners because you're not the problem. No. I mean, there might be a couple of you that are the problem. If you're the problem, fucking stop it. But I know there's a lot of ally shit going on in this group um from men. And um just fucking
1: pisses me off, I'm just pissed off
0: it's um it, I I think what's interesting is the end of that email as well which is the bit that says and it still bugs me even now because that is like a legitimate like way to feel still about it as well because yeah. it's just it's just that like pent up frustration of like how dare he how dare he say that like mm-hmm. oh pisses <laughs> me pisses me off it does and it it does and it's like it ruin. it can ruin your whole race because you've got that extra adrenaline and you're spending you're actually spending your race running away from that person and thinking I really hope I don't see them again like that's what you're doing um and yeah and any anyone anyone listening whatever like male female, whatever it you need to if you're if your mates are doing this or people you know you need to call them out like that's the way it'll stop is when you're like hang on a minute mate you can't say that like or don't say that. Or that's offensive. And I have no problem nowadays turning around and being like, "What did you just say?" Yeah. Uh, and I think is though this might sound boasty. No one ever says that stuff to me. And I don't know whether it's because there's <laughs> nothing to report on, or whether it's because they're scared. Yeah. But I get quite a lot of people being like, "You're quite intimidating," and I'm like, "Good," because if that stops it, it fucking stops well, it. Yeah, right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, there was a time when I first started running where. I was. It was brought to my attention, like, all the cat calling and stuff about, like, people shouting out van windows and cars and stuff. And I was like, no one's ever done that to me before. But then I realised it's because I have my headphones on really fucking loud and I used to wear, like, noise cancelling <laughs> over the head headphones. <laughs> I just couldn't fucking hear them. I don't recommend that as a way to stop the cat calling, but it's effective. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like that whole no one's ever sent me a dick pic. Still no one has sent me a dick pic, oh, but that's okay. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to dick pic. That's not, yeah... That's not an invitation, especially not to the ultrasound system inbox, please. Thank you. Right. Okay. That's um. That's the end of our correspondence and probably the end of the pod. It is the end of the pod. I'm going to go this weekend. This is the last weekend I have off. Yeah. I'm of not doing, having to do stuff before the tsunami that is. The spine. I'm not running the spine. No. I'm just looking. I'm just eating donuts and laughing at people who are running the spine. Uh, The National Running Show. Yeah. The book launch. Yeah. The obstetrician, Jesus! You've got you've got a very big few weeks coming up. I know. I'm going to make sure that I rest myself before then. I have for a month. <laughs> Ali, you have to go back to work. Yeah. What about you? What have you, what, What's going on for you? What's coming up? What's going on? So, Are you having to go to like prenatal classes yet? No. So, uh, so no, like the prenatal stuff. The antenatal stuff is like uh, from 20 weeks or something. I don't know. I've got some links. I. I I know about as much about this stuff as you do. Don't forget. Um, But no, no classes currently. And most of those are just like telling you how to give birth and stuff, which I don't know how I feel about anyway. Um, So this weekend, well... So this weekend, I'm going to try another new park run. Basically, what I'm doing is using my time now, my weekends that I have free, to go to park runs um, that are different letters of the alphabet to try and fill in the little alphabet challenge because it's quite nice having a challenge and I'm not training for like a 100 miler this year. So that's my little challenge and my 10K training. So I can't remember where I'm going. I think I'm going to go to an A, a park run beginning with an A this week. And yeah, just carrying on with my... My little 10k training plan. Right. (laughs) It's great. Well, this has been fun. Uh, Keep your correspondence coming in. Keep your sound system bangers coming in. Come on, people. We need to add more tunes. Oh, yes, please. So email us ultrasoundsystempod at gmail.com. Drop us a DM on Insta. Please send us some voice notes as well. We love voice notes on Instagram too. And uh, we'll catch you. And it's if if you're feeling a little bit sad, because it is January, you're allowed to send us uh, a sad yeah. one as well, because we can help you to unsad. So and like if you're feeling a bit like, oh my god, I can't be asked for this anymore, so will other people. Yeah. We can help you. So it doesn't all have to be funny stories at like World Fest. We can do the ones where we can help you as well. We are both coaches and we can help yes. you. So send us your wiffles, we... waffles, agonies. Yes. Perfect. Um, right. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye.